This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's... Check out the High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Some loving had me a blast. Some loving happened so fast. I met a girl crazy for me. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) Take two. (laughs) It was a very, very quick take one for sure. Tom had a little froggy in his throat. I was like... (laughs) (laughs) That's what everybody wants to hear. That's that's. that's but if th- if I started the show like that, it would stand. Like because when Nikki gets to, has to play it where it lies. Well, yeah, well, you don't do the editing, so that's where that comes from. Um, you don't really do that much editing anymore. I do what I good. need to do to make <laughs> this show sound somewhat like you know, Profesh. somewhat. <laughs> Only as far as I'll go on that. <laughs> So, here we are, another week. Another week closer to the end of summer, if you look at it. I cannot believe how fast it's going. July 4th came and went like a blink. Like a bullet train. And it's weird, because even for here, July 4th was like low-key. It was a very subdued holiday, that's for damn sure. I feel like there was more fireworks. Like, today is Friday, the day that we're recording. I feel like there was more fireworks last night than there was three yeah, days ago. Yeah, it was strange. Like, it was, this was the quiet, and I'm not complaining in any way because no. we have complained about our 4th of July celebrations up here in Harlem every, every year. year. Like, the parties would start at like three in the afternoon and go until like 11 the next morning, and it would, it would be rough. But this, it was very quiet. It was. I mean, it was like, you know, a couple of things. It was weird, but we had like, you know, because if you are laying down on the couch, as I do, around the clock, and look out of our living room window. He's going to get couch sores. Yeah. (laughs) You could see between these other two apartment buildings across the way, and they were lighting off like, like, not like little fireworks. Like It wasn't like Macy's, but it wasn't like just your neighborhood Club, you know what I mean? It was they went to Pence, they went to the Poconos to get their fireworks for sure. Yeah, there were some big, big fireworks where it was like, holy crap, man! Like, where did they even get that? But Pennsylvania, man, yeah, I guess so, man. Everything is legal in Pennsylvania guns, explosives, everything. I know, there you have it. So, um, now that we're done talking about what has happened, why don't we go into this week's your heard? This week's You Heard comes to us from the Uptown R train between City Hall and Canal Street. Does it? It does, Tom. (laughs) I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Well, I just want to, you know. He's at Fat Camp now. (laughs) 
And that's this week's You Heard. You were about to say something and I cut you right off. I snipped it. I was going to say bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to go with originally. I've never had a fat camp in my life. I'm trying to think. Who said I've you had one. fat camp? I just feel like that was a little bit of a dig, but that's okay. It wasn't a dig because it goes with the theme of this week's show, but, which is camp and summer. But I never been to fat. I'm camp. not saying nobody, nowhere, no one even said you did. I never even suggested that you went to a fat camp. I didn't, for the record. Let the record show. Okay, the record duly noted. Duly okay. noted that it was just, it was a camp thing. I saw the word camp and I was like, oh, this goes with what we're going to be talking about this week. Oh, so what are we talking about this week now? Well, this <laughs> week, you know, since summer is officially in full swing now that the fourth has happened and, you know, a lot of places have summer Fridays as I do, which is very exciting, you know. It's, yeah, because you haven't had summer Fridays. I haven't had summer Fridays in 150 years. Yeah. Since the Declaration of Independence that we celebrated on Tuesday. Oh. Right? Isn't that what we celebrate the Declaration of Independence? Sure. I guess. Whatever. So, go on. <laughs> but we're focusing on just, you know, summer and the things that go along with it, which is camp, which you went to and I mm-hmm. didn't. Summer vacations, you know, family vacations. Which like, you did, which, which I didn't. Which I did, yeah. Like, we, ha- I had like a full Griswold kind of childhood vacation. Sounds situation. awful. I actually have fond memories and we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. But... You know, it's not just us, you know, blowing our horn or tooting our horns about the past or anything like that. You know, there's a study that just came out from Alliance Travel Insurance that found, on average, Americans spend about $1,978 on their summer vacations. And more people um, are expected to vacation this year. Like, 13% more people are expected to top one hundred billion dollars for the first time ever for their vacations. Damn! And like in a time like this, you know, like and that that that, that doesn't really surprise me because I feel like a lot of people just like need to get away right now. <laughs> and like, you know, because you're feeling that way, you feel everybody feels that. I way. I do, <laughs> I do, I do feel that way. But like, I feel like a lot of people are like, everybody that I know is going somewhere, and they're going places that aren't just like, oh, I'm going to the beach. Like my friends are going to the beach, but they also went to Portugal and they also went to, you know. Greece and all these places like far these far flung places that like I've never known them to go before how worldly it is worldly and it's like (laughs) and and, you know I feel like I just feel like my wanderlust is just getting out of control right now and like I've never I've always been pretty just like you know whatever if we go someplace we go someplace but like I've like I'm just so hungry to get out of this city to for us to just get away from everything for a while once we get your situation fixed mm. all right well that makes sense but i don't know man i see it's hard for me to think outside of these walls i know because i mean of it's course. so rare that i leave the apartment that you know to think not only am i going to leave the apartment but i might actually go somewhere it's crazy to think i know it is and it's I'm, hard for me to see and it. it's not that i'm not thinking of you know everything that's going on and stuff it's just like that's my like escape like i'll be sitting like cramped up on the train and just picturing like someday we're gonna like get out of the city for a little while and we're gonna go someplace and... someplace dark and cold that's not our living room with the blinds are drawn and the air conditioner exactly. on. exactly <laughs> exactly like that's what i that's what i think about like when i have like when i try to like find that happy place when i'm like 
commuting in the morning with smelly and hot people. Well, that's fair enough. I mean, I guess everybody, like, has their own way of escaping things or whatever. Yeah. I mean, because when I was a kid, like, every year, as soon as school ended, like, the week after, my dad would take my brother and I, and we would each get to take a friend, and we'd go to the Jersey Shore, which, you know, I know you being a Long Islander... Yeah, we you have, have you have pristine beaches. You not... do, you do, and I'm not gonna lie because the place that we went was Long Beach Island, and back when like all those medical supplies and needles and shit <laughs> were washing up on shore, they were washing up on shore on the place that we vacationed my entire my entire childhood. We would rent a house on Long Beach Island, which I love. I loved going there. I absolutely. It was a wonderful little place. Like there was no boardwalk. It was just like people were there for the beach. People were there and like it was just like this wonderful environment. And then once once every summer, like we would go up to Wildwood to go to the boardwalk. We'd go to Atlantic City and like so the adults could go to the casinos and the kids could go to like the weird Ocean One mall that was like such a dirt mall. You know, and it was just it was just really cool because I grew up, as you know, like very, you know, tight chain like my parents kept a really tight leash on me so when I would go with my dad my dad would just be like whatever you know right fine just go so like I was for one glorious week I was like an animal (laughs) you know I was able to just run free and like my friends and I roaming the fields of New Jersey's barren wasteland beaches pretty much pretty much like we would bike the entire island it's like 18 miles wide of course who's gonna go there to abduct a kid like (laughs) you'd have to go to jersey shore to abduct like i never been i never been to jersey shore that's ridiculous why would i you lived in new jersey like i feel like it's like something that like you have to do as someone who like had a home in new jersey especially like considering that you weren't that far from the jersey shore where you lived listen man the only reason why i lived in jersey at all was because one my copywriter jay at the time Mm -hmm. said this is a great great place you gotta check it out Right, because he had lived in the city and and things, and right. he decided to move his family there. Yep. So, basically, I wanted to be closer to him, so I moved. You know, went mm-hmm. and we bought a house there, and then he moved out. Like he left in less than a dead. year. He left you for dead in the state of New Jersey. And I remember him like just being like so upset when he told me he was moving because he was just like, "Dude, I feel awful." Like. <laughs> You know, he goes, I'm glad you like your house and everything. He goes and says, but, you know, we're, we're moving out. And then it was just like, well, I don't want to be here no more. And it wasn't long after that that I was like, screw it. Let's just yeah. move out. And that's how we wound up in Pennsylvania. But, I mean, it was never really like, oh, I love New Jersey. I want to live well, there. Well, nobody, I think, says I love New Jersey. I mean, I do know people like like what they call the guidos, what the kids call guidos. I do know guidos, quote unquote, uh, that are like, oh, Jersey is the best. Blah, blah, blah. And, but, as a, but I don't have a hatred for New Jersey. You know, I have a hatred for Chris Christie because he's a piece of shit. But oh like, my God, is he ever. I have nothing but fond memories of my time in Jersey as a kid. You oh, know, man. and I just like, I just have a fondness for that. And I look back on that time because I had a really great summer time there. You know, just like hanging out at the beach all day. Like, I love that kind of stuff. And obviously, I don't go beach, to the beach. Is not, beach is not your forte. Why don't no. you tell us why? Of course, I drowned when I was younger. I know. <laughs> you want more? 
That's all you're going to say? No, I can do more than that. Oh my God, but please, like, let's not make it like a 35-minute story. Why? We could be done with the show then. <laughs> <laughs> no, because knowing you, it would turn into like an hour and 45 minutes. Part two. Flip this tape over. <laughs> so when I was young, much, 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 much younger. Um, I'm I went, bored already. Oh, God. Here we go. Your bullshit attitude. <laughs> So, basically, my soccer team was going on a trip to Robert Moses, to the beach. Which is a beautiful stretch of land. Yep. And they planned it out for a Sunday. But at the time, my mom. My mom. My mom. She would take us to visit my grandmother every Sunday in Brooklyn from Long Island. Mm -hmm. So, it was always a matter of. Don't make plans for Sunday. And every time the soccer team would go somewhere, it would always be on a Sunday. So my mom knew I was upset. And she was like, all right. Because we had games on Saturday. That's why they would do everything on Sunday. Right. So my mom knew I was upset. So after our game on Saturday, my mom's like, I'm going to take you and your sister to the beach. It's because I know you can't go tomorrow with the team. So we went out. And it was not uncommon that we would go to the beach. We'd be at the beach all the time. Right. I mean, so at so that, close. So before that point, you were like, you would go to the beach. I lived in the water. Okay. Yeah, I taught, like lived in the water. And um, there was that day I was swimming out and it was really bad, like undertow, like pulling things, you know, people out and whatnot. Right. And, were there um, warnings? Like, did people warn of it? Or was there it like... There were signs on the beach, actually. Like, beware of undertow and stuff. Like, you know, just to give people a heads up. And, and was they... that normal for, like, that like beach? Or... Once in a while. Like, if it was really bad, they would... So it was really something they would put they up would... if it was yeah. bad. Okay. Like, and, I mean, it was always an undertow. But, I mean, when it was sure. bad, they'd put that up. And then you'd kind of keep an eye out for it. At the time, I was a really... I was a good swimmer. And I got pulled out. And it was the second break of waves I got pulled out to. And when you're out that far and the waves break on you, you kind of get like, you know when you're watching surf movies and you see the curls? Yeah. And you love surf movies and you love to see the people surfing through those curls. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. It's kind of like those curls, but there's not really an opening. You're just in it spinning. Yeah, and it's like, like a washer, yeah. yeah. You're literally like in a washer and it just tosses you and just pulls you in every direction and i had no idea how far out i even was because the undertow just sucks Sucked you, you out. right out yeah and my mom had an eye on me and i like she looked away for like a second and then next thing you know that was the second that i got sucked yeah, out it always and, happens that way yeah and i remember just seeing everything all everything looked green because of the, <laughs> because walk, of the water cold, yeah. right and then it just went black and I remember trying to scream for help, and every time I would try to breathe in the scream, I would suck in a mouthful of water. And I remember just seeing like a like a little like sailboat go by, or like a canoe type thing. And as it, as it was going, you know, and I didn't even realize, like I said, how far out I was. And I saw this person going by, and I was trying to scream to them to let them know, like I can't get up to right. get air. And then I blacked out, like, after that, you know, after everything went green for a while because sure, I was yeah. under and twisted up. And apparently they brought me to shore because I died from being drowned, and they resuscitated me back to life. How long was this entire situation? Not that long. A couple of minutes, like two, three oh minutes God. most. And But, I mean, you know, in being dead time, that's 
Uh, yeah, like you know, any time like being second. dead. No, but I just wanted to know from like the moment that like. Yeah, like like between two and three minutes. Holy shit! And um, they brought me on the shore, and the lifeguards brought me back to life, and then went to the hospital and spent the night there. And the next day, got out. We didn't go to Brooklyn that day to visit my grandmother. We stayed at home. <laughs> so you got your wish. <laughs> yeah, I got my wish. I only had to sacrifice. <laughs> my only had life. to like die for it. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. So, um, what was the first thing that you remember from like when you came to? Do you remember what the first thing that like you saw? Like, did you see the lifeguard over you? Did you see the sun, the sand, your mom? What? Um, really, all I remember seeing like on the beach is like turning sideways and just like throwing up mouthfuls right. of water and just staring at the puddle. Like, I was like, how did I even get? <laughs> he, like I had no idea how I got there. Did you what remember happened. what happened? Like, did it take a while for that to come back, or did you remember that? I remembered up until the boat and going under. That's it. Like, like and what I what explained happened? to you. Yeah. That's all I remember. I have it. no idea what happened in between the time. Like, I don't know how I got. And to who shore was the or... boat? Was it like just some just random some person random on a guy. boat that saved yeah. you? Wow, just some random guy. So, goddamn, there alone would be deterrent enough to have to ever go to a beach again. <laughs> and, and he said thinking of our Jamaican vacation last year. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How old were you? I want to say probably like 8. Jesus Christ. Probably like 8, I think at the time. And um you know, so we're we're home the next day on Sunday and the, whole, the soccer team goes and stuff like that and again like they knew we weren't going. Nobody even knew what happened to me the day before. Like right. it was just, you know, nothing to it. And um didn't think anything of it. Like, why would you? Monday, go to school, find out that three of the kids on my soccer team had gotten pulled out by the undertow the day after the day I after. drowned. So it was like a weekend thing. And they didn't find them. They never found them. To this them. day. Yeah, my God. They just got pulled out. And I mean, it happens all the time where people get pulled out. Right. Because it's the ocean. I mean, you know, it's you go to the ocean side. I mean, once She's you're not... out, who the hell knows yeah. where you can wind up. Yeah. So wow. ever since then, it was, you know, Water's no more. Friend. No more water. And I remember we went to Robert Moses. You took us, you took me and the kids to Robert Moses, mm -hmm. like before, like 2012, maybe 2011. And we spent like a really nice day. Like we had a really nice family day. And you went, and I remember you being so freaked out every single time we got in the water, which to me, like, and I totally understand because I've been caught in undertoes. Luck luckily, nothing as horrific, you know, as what happened to you. Yeah. But like, you know, there were times where like you get caught in that, like, you know, in the ebb and flow and you're like, holy shit, like this is it, you know, and. And I remember every time, like, I would take a break from the water. And then there was just, like, like Tyler and I just spent hours and hours and hours in the water. And I remember, like, she up until that point, And, like, the day that we went, the waves were, like, really crazy. And they were really, really powerful. And like, uh -huh. this is the Atlantic Ocean, you know. Um, but they were really, really powerful. And I remember she was, just, like, and I just remember being a kid and being, like, holy shit, I'm back in the ocean for the first time since, like, I was, like, 15. This is amazing. <laughs> so I was just, like, a little kid in the water. And then I was, like, holy shit, like, I forgot how powerful it can be when oh, it's yeah. on its way back out. And, you know, and Tyler and I, and she was trying to be, like, you know, oh, like, I love the water, too. Because up until that point, she was, we could not get her out of a pool. If there was a pool in, like, a 50-mile vicinity, she would find it. Every time we went to a hotel, she's, like, is there a, is there a yep. pool in the hotel? 
and this like and finally we were like she doesn't like swimming anymore and it's because I think of that day when the waves were like really crazy and we both got like really nervous but we were so and we were we got to the point where like we found like almost like a safe spot that we were standing and we could like attack the waves in a way that like wasn't scary but we were petrified getting back to land that's because, good though yeah <laughs> and we were like oh my god like how the hell are we gonna get back to land because like it was so powerful and we were so exhausted and I just remember like after that, she stopped really being like a swimmer. Yeah, you know, I remember we'd go to like fa- like friends' parties, and she would be the only person in the pool, and they're <sighs> like, "Dude, get out of the pool! We have to close." And it's like eleven o'clock at night, and she's still just like swimming back and forth by herself, like a like an otter or something. Oh yeah, for years of travel hockey, we would literally book hotel rooms around what hotel had a pool because they would she be was, so yeah, into it, yeah. like especially her. And then it was a long time where she was, like, not going. I mean, even in the pool, like, she wouldn't even go to my sister's pool, you know, to go swimming in it. And it was like, wow, that's weird that you would do that 180. But having gone through it, I get it. Yeah. And I think, like, maybe that day just kind of, like, made her a little bit nervous of water and stuff. Good. I don't want them in the water anyway, man. I know. You were very, like, I'd never (laughs) seen you be, like, so, like like anal retentive or like almost like like my mom who panics over everything like you were like almost that level and you know I understand I totally understand why and what was the other time that you saw that panic when we were at Inishmar yep when we were in Ireland and his the whole trip before we went and this was one of our this was like a I summer family vacation I don't know what happened and all he kept talking about was, I want to take you guys to Ireland so that you could see where I want my ashes buried and blah, 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 blah. And like Ireland has these cliffs that are humongous and high as fuck. And I remember we went to the Blarney Stone a couple days before that. And I was petrified to kiss the Blarney Stone. And I did not because I laid back and like freaked the fuck out. And like I, I blinked. You were so close. I was so like you seriously. So like my close. lips were puckered. And then like you have to bend backward. Like you're laying down and like your head is backward. And I saw the ground underneath me and then everything went black for like two seconds and I'm like I can't do it and everybody made fun of me Yep, including you of course yeah. you were the most vocal like oh well, what yeah. a pussy blah 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 <laughs> then we get to Inishmore and the wind is so crazy like you're standing there and you're like I'm gonna float away over the Atlantic Ocean and there's literally nothing that's gonna save your life like there's nothing you could grab onto yeah, there's no railings there's they no left nothing. it as is it's a it, fort it's yeah it's as is it's ancient and it's beautiful and it's like and I just marched right up to the edge and I'm standing there and you're like stay there stop what you're doing and like every time the kids made like a motion to go near it you were like get away from the edge and it's like you're the one that wanted to take us here and now you're like we can't even look at it I don't know what happened that day like you something just was just really... in my head and it wasn't the heights because like you said I was at the Blarney Soul and I hung upside yeah. down I was like the heights to... aren't a big deal to me at all but... and you were at the cliffs a bunch of times before so but just seeing the water like the water it's so violent it automatically snaps like some kind of flashback where you could just yeah, see it hitting were... against the rocks and you're like going man and you wouldn't even go up to it like I remember there was a I have a picture of you sitting on like like a little like rocky craggy knoll or something <laughs> and like you're so you're like 25 feet away 
like you're still on the cliff area, but you're like 25 feet from the edge. And I'm just like, dude, you came here. We came all this way. The only reason we are here is because you wanted to be here. No, like, I got closer though. As well. And then we, I finally like was able to like safely get you to the edge so that because I knew that like if you got home, you'd be like, wow, I didn't go to the edge. And I knew that you would regret that. Just like I regretted not going on Space Mountain when I went to Disneyland when I was like 10 years <laughs> old. And that kills me to this day that I did not go on Space Mountain. Aww. But that just reminded me of like another like a, a summer vacation that my grandparents took me on like my parents mom my my mom's parents who I, I loved my grandfather my grandmother whatever we all got one <laughs> yeah there's one in every family they took us all the way from the Poconos where they lived in Pennsylvania to Williamsburg Virginia to go to Bush Gardens for the day we were going there for the night okay and they drove us down there and they were like we're gonna take you to we're gonna take you to bush gardens which is like you know a historic it's like a theme park but then it's also like a historic like right what do you call it like a reenactment kind of thing yeah and we were like oh my god yeah so we were in the car for like a hundred thousand hours because of course my grandparents drove slow hmm. pay to go into the park so they bought four tickets to get into the park my grandmother takes one, and I don't think she'd ever been to a theme park before she took one look at like because they had like you know, some famous roller coaster or something. She took one look at the roller coaster. She's like, you guys are not going on anything. We did not go on any oh fucking ride. God. And we ended up just going back to the hotel. And I was just like, we were in the car for like 150 hours. That is ridiculous. I was so pissed. I was like a little kid and I was like fearless at that time. And I was just like, I want to go on the rides. Was that your worst vacation? Um, you know, it might, I think so. Like, I don't remember... Like I remember having like my parent like my parents and I like they took us on like we like little trips and stuff like that like I have great memories of like a trip to Canada a trip to like the Thousand Islands fishing and stuff because my dad was like very outdoorsy but like I think that was yeah like I think that maybe was like the worst vacation huh and what was your best vacation oh my god Ireland. Without a doubt. All right. I, I can totally see that. Because it was with you and the oh. kids and it was Ireland and it was my first trip like overseas. Like I'd never been anywhere outside of the U.S. except for Canada, which doesn't really count. Yeah, that don't count. That's like. Better know. America. <laughs> yeah, better America at the moment. Sure. More polite America. <laughs> yeah. Well. How about you? Um, I never went on family vacations as like a kid. We never did that. I mean, as I got older, we did summer camp. You yeah, know? so you had that experience. I never had a summer camp experience. Which is weird because you lived in the woods. But we didn't need to go to the woods because we mm, lived in the woods. Yeah, but you missed out on a bunch of other cool shit, See, though. like, the, and that's something, too, that I think, like, because I only knew, like, two people in my entire life before you and then before I came to New York where camp is, like, you know, I've had a thousand bosses here that sent their kids to camp in the Poconos. And it's a big Jewish New thing. York. It's a, yeah, it is a big Jewish thing. And it's also a big New York thing because everybody that I've known that grew up in, you know, Long Island or upstate New York like, went to camp. Oh, Most okay. of them are Jewish, yes. <laughs> Most of them are Jewish, yes. But camp was a big, like, I only knew one, like, one or two people and they were wealthier. So they went to, like, 4-H camps. Right. You know, but camp was never, like, I went to a day camp, like a brownie day camp yeah, when I was a brownie. Yeah, that don't count. All the bad stuff happens at night. Yeah. So <laughs> where, like, tell us about your camp experience. My camps, all my camps were in Pennsylvania, which is so why weird. it's just so mind-blowing. It's like going, dude, they were, you were where? right there. Why didn't you do where it? Where were they? Um, Around Stroudsburg area. Mm. Um, the, I remember the first camp I went to was just a general camp. 
like just like kind of like a Boy Scout thing where you had like archery and you had like rifle shooting and you had like quads like that's the and you had okay, quads. Yeah, like you there was a bunch of cool stuff. There was sailing. There was rowboating. I mean, like see, that's the stuff that I picture. Like I picture stuff like I would read about in like my Paula Danziger books when I was a kid. Like the kids would go to camp and there'd be like a camp romance with the counselors <laughs> and like you know the counselors would have like their own rape. There was rape. Was there rape? There was rape at running camp, yeah. Well, oh attempted rape, attempted rape at running camp. Well, so sports people away. are just disgusting. It's all the roids. Pigs. It's all the roids. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just what Jesus happens Christ. there. But, um, uh, like, <laughs> that camp, like, the Boy Scout type camp, that was, like, a lot of fun. That really was a lot of fun. You have fun, fun memories. How, how many years did you do that? I went there for two years, and then I think I went to running camp for two years, which okay. took up, like, you know, pretty much all of And were of you in eighth, high nine, school or, like, okay. Yeah. So I think I started in eighth grade. I went to, like, the first camp, and then went back there again the next year. And then I went to running camp for two years. And running camp was a lot different than, you know, like, the Boy Scout type of thing. Right. Because, I mean... You were running. That's it. That's all yeah. you would do is go run for the most part. I mean, and that was in Pennsylvania as well. Yeah, that was in Stroudsburg. Wow. And we would wake up in the morning and you would do a six mile run, and then you'd go back to the you know your cabin. You'd take a shower, take a nap, whatever, go eat. Um, then they'd have like a, a lecture person come in and talk to you about like techniques, you know, technique and, stuff like that. and being able to meditate and things like that and that stretching and. And then you would go out for your, you know, your fast run, they would call it, where you would do like 3.2 miles, but you would book it. As like, fast as you as can. Fast as you and can. somebody would time you on these runs? Yeah, or? On, on that one on like, that was one. always timed. So it was like a six-mile run, a you know, a 3.2-mile run. And then at night, they would have like a cool-down run where you would go and do 10 to 12 miles, you know, <laughs> Um, that after sounds dinner. like horrible. This sounds like no, if this was a was, movie, it would be called The Camp from Hell. <laughs> no, it was it was really awesome at the time. I mean, because I feel like you get to a certain point where when you're running, you can get to like distance doesn't really make that much of a difference anymore. So like to be out and go 10 miles on foot and you get to see like things like at a slow pace. There's so much happening, like, in the woods and stuff. Like, you would run. You would, like, look up. You would see, like, an owl and, and a tree. And were you, like, and... on trails and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'd do some roads, you know, be on roads a little bit. And then, you know, then we'd do the rest of it in trails. And, you know, oh, they'd have it all marked out. And we'd do 10-mile run. Then we'd get back. And then at night, they'd have some kind of social activity thing where, you know, it'd be a variety show or a dance or something like that. And it was actually at one of those dances that, you know... That what? This woman that I know went down to the um, the lake, and a DJ wound up following her down there and talking to her about it, and then started getting handsy, and then grabbed her, and I think tried to pull her into a car, and she got away and ran, and he tried to chase her, and it's like, dude, you're a DJ. At She's at running camp. camp. Yeah. There's no chance. That's awful. And then I remember that was like a huge thing and then after that like i was like i could have went i think for one more year of running camp and that was the last year and that did I went. you choose I was like, not to go it. after that yeah i was like this is kind of heavy man i don't really want to be a part of that anymore like yeah. you know so it's weird wow yeah okay, so, so I, 
I'll take my, you know, your, annual beach vacation yeah, over you, the camp experience that I missed. I would say <laughs> that's not such a bad idea. And I'm not like, I'm not good with hands, so like archery would not be my thing. Running definitely they is not my thing. They teach you though. Like those. I mean, that would be fun. cool. Like I think it would be neat to try something different. But like, I'm not one for like marching in formation or I mean when I went to brownie camp it was on the top of a mountain near like where I went to high school and I remember like you would meet in the parking lot of this um like country club and then like you would hike because the country club was at the base of the mountain and then like you'd meet in the parking lot and then like all the campers would march up to this mountain right and it, I mean, it wasn't like it probably was just like a really big hill. But like when I was little, like I remember being like, like a mountain and I was just like, Mom, I hate going up that hill. Like even then I like avoided hills at all costs. Like I was a very I was and am a very lazy person. Like I just I'd say that's a true statement. Like I just don't like I don't want to exert myself. Like that's why and like my brother would always be like, all you do is sit on your ass and like read books. And like, you know, and when I became Nerd. a writer. Yeah, like exactly. He'd be like, oh, you just sit on your ass like what I do is hard work. It is. But like, it's not physical. Like he's You're not putting feet. on a roof. Yeah. Like my brother, you know, he manages a bar. So he's like always on his feet. My parents were in the restaurant business. Like they were always on their feet. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> like I worked in retail for a while and it was just like, yeah, no, like this isn't the life for me. Like, let me sit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, some people figure that out early. Yeah. You obviously got it down to the point where you're like, oh, I know what my yeah. future holds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he comes home and he's just like, like, he'll go visit my parents and be like, all right, what can I do? And like, he'll cut trees, he'll trim shit. And I'm just like, he's and like, you are you go coming there to-? just to relax? And I'm just like, yeah, like, I'll be like, I'll be in the house. Like, tell me when, like, come get me when <laughs> dinner's ready. Like, I'm just going to read. I'm like, just leave me alone. Like, <laughs> I'm here for the steaks. Right? Medium rare. <laughs> Medium rare. Oh, my gosh. So I guess, um, you know, we have a kind of vacation coming up. We kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of reluctant to call it a vacation. I know Tyler's looking at it like a vacation. Tyler is definitely looking at it as a vacation. I'm getting a vacation day to fly yes. and then I'm working, but yeah, you most certainly are, unless like your vacation to you, <laughs> vacation to you is being a lab rat. I am not looking at this as a vacation at all, at all. But why don't we go into Roly-Poly Rorty and talk about that a little bit more? Let's slide right into a Roly-Poly Rorty. Not bad. Not bad. Roly-Poly Rorty. Roly-Poly Rorty. So now that we've slithered our way into Roly Poly Rorty. Well, you need the theme music. Or what's the point of Roly Poly Rorty without the theme music? Seriously. Because you're brave, man. We got to like. I know. <laughs> well, the song says so. <laughs> um, so, you know, everything is all set now. Yep. We got a hotel. We've got. The only thing we need to do now is just get a fucking answer. Right. So we'll, we'll be heading to Rochester, Minnesota. Minnesota. To go, as we have mentioned on our previous show, to the Mayo Clinic. Yes. Um, and, man, oh, man, they're not lying when they say, like, the average vacation is, like, a couple of thousand bucks. Like, <laughs> you know, you have medical insurance and stuff, and you're, like, going, all right, look, the procedure, whatever they decide to do and all the tests should be 100% free because of meeting the deductible and everything else right, like that. Right, from your previous issues that got you to hear them. Which is kind of, 
you know, what the sell point was in the beginning. I was like, it's not going to cost me anything to go to Minnesota and get checked out. And then, you know, if they could find what's wrong, I mean, because that's what they're known for is like, you know, finding these weird things out about people. Then these weird things. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely (laughs) a weird thing. I swear every time I go to a doctor's appointment, they think it's something else. And, And it's and every time they say it might be this, it's like, oh, yeah, that really might be it. And I'm to the point now where I just kind of nod. I'm like, it might be. And they're like, yeah. but aren't you excited? And it's like, oh, no, I'm not really excited because if it's not fixed, it really doesn't mean shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I think like you summed it up earlier today when we were kind of just like discussing everything and making sure like all our ducks are in a row and stuff that you were just like, I kind of just give up. Yeah, I do. A hundred percent, you know, and it's just like, whatever, man. Like, at what point do you give in? I feel like I've met the point where I've just yeah. given in where it's like, whatever. But, you know. I was like, all right, it's not going to cost anything to go that get this checked out. Why not go there? And then you're like going, wow, yeah, I got to get the airfare. No big deal. Then it's like, oh, yeah, the hotel, because you're not staying in a room. You kind right, of yeah. go to your appointments on a daily basis. And then if they do, um, you know, if they do an operation there, then, you know, of course you'll get a room then. But right now it's just kind of like getting from the hotel to a clinic and then having them do a bunch of tests and then going back to the hotel next day, doing the whole thing all over again. So it's kind of like not really a vacation. Right. I mean, for and you know, little Tyler Durden insisted on coming cause she still wants to continue photo documenting like this. What's thing. going on with you. Yeah. And plus you're her dad and she and is concerned I and it. I get that. But I mean, man, like I feel bad. I really honestly do feel bad for her because I know what it's going to wind up being. It's going to be her sitting in a room for like eight hours a day waiting for me to get out. Right. And I'm going to be working because it's not like I can be at the appointments with you. And we've discussed that, like, I'm not taking the vacation time so that. Right. Eventually, when this is is behind us, hopefully, knock wood, praise be. We're going to go on a vacation to finally celebrate, like, having a life again. Yeah, that would be nice. Yes. So, like, you know, so I'm going to be working from there, you know, but still in close proximity and stuff. But, like. Yeah, eight blocks away. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, the the Tyler thing, though, it's kind of like right now with, you know, without going anywhere, I don't leave the apartment, you know. Right. I know. So it's kind of like. You come home from work, Tyler, this is, because mm-hmm. uh, that's what she's doing now. So you, she comes home from work and she like sees me laying on the couch and she was like, just like, oh man, don't you do anything? Like, what do you do all day long? And it's kind of like, this is what I do what I all can day do, long. Right. So when she said she wanted to come to Minnesota, she was like, yeah. And she goes, and we can like, you know, check out Minnesota. Like, well, you get, you know, she goes, you're not going to be taking tests all the time. She goes, we can like, you know, Go out and get something to eat. We can go to like, you know, look around all the town or whatever. And it's kind of like, well, even if they figure out why right. I'm getting dizzy and falling down and blacking out and whatever, doesn't mean they're going to fix it while I'm there and I'm going to be able to just spend the time as a vacation right. time. Like, right. And she just, she doesn't, yeah, she just doesn't. I mean, because she's still a kid. She has you know? hope that it's going to just be taken care of and yeah. everything's going to be fine, which is good. But like we said, I'm past that point. Like I see it as I'm going to go there. Right. Hopefully they figure out what the problem is and then eventually we can get to fixing it. Right. But um, in no way is someone going to convince me that I'm going to fly there 
and then five days fixed. later, yeah, I'm gonna come back and just be, be like, oh, yeah, everything's cool again. And you're gonna touch down at LaGuardia and just run home because you're gonna be able to run again. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice, but. <laughs> But, you know, right now it's like... Eventually you'll get there. I know. I know. But I think, like, both of us are just realists. Like, we're... Because we've been... This is the, like, second two and a half years we've been dealing with health issues from you and from me. So it's like we're just used to... This is just kind of what life is right now. And if we have little moments that we can do something that's out of the apartment, we do. But then... You know, she doesn't, we kind of hide the exhaustion and the pain and the things like that because that's what parents do. Right. Well, I think that's just like a rite of passage for getting older is that you just come to accept that, you know, your life isn't comfortable. Like there's always going to be something. Right. Of course. But it's that limiting stuff that really gets to you. Like, you know, pain is one thing. Pain, pain is definitely like a thing where you're like, oh, man, I don't, I don't want to be in pain. I don't want to live with pain. Right. But the inability to like go and do something is like a mental torture because, you know, you can have like a thousand ideas in the beginning of the day about things that you want to do. And um, when you're thinking about all of that stuff you get up with every intention to do like these great things and then you realize like yeah in my head i can do this yeah, but i can't do yeah. any of this shit right now there's no way this is happening right so and you know my last doctor's appointment before i go away for the trip um was this past thursday mm-hmm. so you know like i said we're recording today on friday this was yesterday and um you know, the doctor was going through, like, all my results and stuff like that, looking at everything, and her latest assessment is, maybe I have Addison's. And I'm like, I've okay. heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. When she reads down the symptoms, it's pretty identical, the list, to what, you know, yeah, I'm a, describing. It's an adrenal insufficiency dis- disorder. Right. And it's made from a gland that sits on top of the kidney. And because I had a kidney stone operation, mm-hmm. she said, well, it was in the area. It could have been aggravated. And then she was like, oh, and so that's good. She goes, we might be on the right route now. And, you know, she goes, still, you know, definitely do, don't not go to Mayo Clinic. Right. Like, go to Mayo Clinic. But, you know, this is something that we should mention to them that they should look into when you get there as well. And then we'll continue to look at it when you come back. Right. But she was like, but she goes, you don't seem excited about it. And uh, she goes and says, this would be great for you because you could treat it with medicine and, you know, it'll get you back on track fairly quickly. And it's kind of like, man, we thought it was a heart problem. We thought it was carotid arteries in the neck. We thought it was. Don't say the severed nerve. Yeah, the severed (laughs) nerve. Like there was so much that I'm like every week or every time I come to you. It, it could be something else. It could be a million things. I'm like, right. so me not getting excited, it's because... Every time it's something different, which, you know, in a way pisses me off because it's like every time we go here. Because I remember the last time you went through the sur- the surgery that you had, the bariatric surgery, before we went through that, you went through all these ridiculous tests, like, you know, a sleep apnea test and like all these bullshit tests because oh, yeah. you had a shitty doctor. And he would send you to all these things and it was like every time you went, it was something different. Whereas she comes to you when you come to her she's like in between the time that i saw you 
I looked this up. Right. So like she's doing research on the back end in between your appointments. And that's the thing that like, you know, makes me not so mad because it's like she's trying to figure it out too. And she just happens to keep putting this puzzle together. Right. And I mean, it could be any one of the things that I just mentioned. I mean, it really, really could be. And again, the problem is, is that here in New York, the... There are so many people living in the, on this island that to get an appointment takes three weeks for anything. So, I mean, you know, if you go to the doctors and they say, oh, take this test and then come back to me, you're looking at three weeks to exactly. wait to get the test yeah. and then three weeks to go see your doctor again. So it's like whenever a suggestion comes up, of, let's see if this is the thing. You're looking at six weeks just to see if that might be the thing. Just to see it. So... So if hopefully you, this will work Hopefully, out. Hopefully it fixes out. And if you do have Addison's, you will have something in common with JFK. Well, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't I the lucky boy? <laughs> what well, has nothing to do with a convertible. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. God forbid. Well, well what are you going to do? Jesus. One day we will do a show on um, psychics, and I will tell you my psychic story of how I'm supposed oh, okay. to die. Okay. Not today. And that will blend right in with everything. Oh my god. All right. All right. So, I think that's it for now. Um we'll see how Mayo Clinic goes. Yeah, your fingers crossed we get some answers. That's it, ma'am. So, next week we'll be there. And uh that's it. So, let's play the outro music, all right? Um so before we wrap up the show, because yes. we will be at the Mayo Clinic, the High Regard show is going to take its first ever hiatus. So we will not be having a show on July 17th. Oh. I know. I know. But you have us this week. We'll be back the next week with a very, very special guest. Yeah. And... So that you don't miss us too much, we're going to be sharing some of our older shows that some that are, you know, our favorites and some that have been fan favorites, you know, our listener favorites that, you know, are our best listened to shows. And we'll Oh, fuck be- these people. We should give them the snickle fritz and get some of our numbers <laughs> we, up on those horrible shows. We have no snickle fritz. Oh, do you not remember the interview we did with... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it, but I mean... We won't give credit. But, you know, there's... Been, hey, it was Snicklefritz on her end and not ours. Oh, my God. But we'll share... You know, we'll be sharing some blasts from the past on our social media. So keep your eye out for that, you know, during the next week while we're off. And keep your fingers crossed for Mr. Tom. Yeah, Mr. you Tiny do that. Mr. Tiny Tummy. You do that. <laughs> and... um and and because we're taking a hiatus, like Nikki said, we'll make up for it with a guest next week. Yeah, that we have a very I think we'll good be, guest the week after. We'll be rather special for you music buffs. You might like it, you music and theater buffs. Oh. So again, double we, dick. <laughs> double dick. <laughs> so we'll be back on the 24th with that very, very special guest. Yes, we will. And... Um, until then, if you would like to learn more about us, you can check out the High Regard Show online at highregardshow.com. And you can always email us any questions, comments, suggestions, or whatever the hell else it is that love you Love letters been sending for in. how much you miss us. I don't think we've ever gotten a love letter. Well, maybe, maybe, now, maybe now we will. Yeah, send it to us. It's at uh, highregardshow at gmail.com. And, you know, we may be gone from the airwaves, but we will be on social media and I'll be sharing, you know, 
pictures from Minnesota, from the lovely people of Minnesota, especially that Juicy Lucy or Seven oh, I plan on having while we're there. Yes. And you could do that as just find High Regard Show on any social media channel that you happen to be flipping through. Instagram? Yes. Facebook? Facebook. Tumblr? Tumblr. Pinterest? Mm. We're not sure if it goes there. I don't know. <laughs> it How used about to. just Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr? Let's just start. Fair with enough. That. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think oh. that's enough. God damn. Like, how many social networks do you need? Jesus Christ. And how much longer can we take this show? I think we're done with it. Sayonara, bitches. See you on the flip side. Good night. Hot town, summer in the city. Back of my neck, getting dirt and gritty. Then down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk harder than a match here. But at night, it's a different world. Go out and find a girl. Come on, come on, and dance all night. Despite the heat, it'll be all right. And babe, don't you know it's a pity the days can't be like the nights in the summer in the city.